can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. You know what? I thought we really need to do some recommendations for other people that are living in stage four right now. Yes. Because I watched a show on Netflix on the weekend and I absolutely loved it. And I feel like everybody should watch this show. And I'm probably really late to the party here because I know it was on the ABC, but it's called Love on the Spectrum. And it's about people with autism spectrum disorder and them learning to date because communication is quite challenging for them and understanding social cues and stuff like that. And this series is just so pure and it just made me feel so happy watching it. It's a really feel good show. Like I was just giggling the whole way through it because they're just so sweet. And knowing that there's resources for adults with autism, because as a, as children, you get a lot of support with autism, but not as much as adults. And in this series, it really highlights how much they want to meet someone and have a partner, but don't have the skills to be able to have a relationship. So there's this woman that goes to them and does one-on-one sessions on how to like have a conversation and how to tell someone that you like them. And it really highlights disabilities of all kinds in a really positive way. And it's just such a feel-good show. And I really, really recommend watching it if you are in lockdown or even if you're not, even if you're somewhere else in Australia, put it on on the weekend and have a watch because it really made me very happy. But you also have a Netflix recommendation, Hannah. I, I do. Mine's Indian Matchmaker, which is on Netflix. And actually, look, the, the whole show wasn't wasn't my vibe, but the person on the show that was my vibe was Aparna. <laughs> you sent this video to me. I know. <laughs> so I think we should put in some audio here of what she says, which is my favourite line of the whole show. <laughs> I see some of my friends and they're with their husbands all the time and I'm like, don't you hate that person? Like, you see them all the time. They're like, they're my husband. And I'm like, oh, do we have to see our husbands all the time? Is that a thing that people have to do? Because I'd rather not, I think. (laughs) I really feel like she is my vibe. Same. Totally relate to that. I think people that are married will probably relate more because we don't have to see husbands at all. Yeah. (laughs) So I haven't got, I'm not the whole way through. I think I'm three or four episodes in. And obviously, because we can't travel at the moment and and India is one of like my favorite places that I've ever traveled. Mm. So just gives me like a reminder of that. Um, You've also got a podcast recommendation here, Jo. Yeah. Well, we we actually should probably do this like regularly and recommend podcasts that we listen to. So I actually stumbled across this podcast because they tagged me in an Instagram story and I saw that they had a new episode and I was like, I'm just going to have a quick listen to this and see what it's about because the episode was called Expectations Versus Reality. The podcast, I think, is called Sunday Brunch. And it was a really good episode around just realigning your expectations for your life, I guess. I think I'm really guilty of comparing my life to my friends. And a lot of my friends are married or like thinking about having kids and like our conversations often revolve around them like you know, when are you going to try and get pregnant? And I'm like, whoa, I'm so not there. So I think it was a really good episode around just um, not being too hard on yourself, especially during this time as well. Hannah, we were talking earlier, like it's just 
yeah, it hasn't been great for us in terms of dating. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I thought it was a really good episode and they did have some awesome episodes also further down, but I haven't listened to them yet, but that's my podcast recommendation for this week. Have you listened to any podcasts that you want to recommend? I am obsessed with the Rich Roll podcast, as you know. Oh, yes. I'm yep. really into like, I'm, I don't practice it, but I'm really into mm-hmm. like my wellness. Mm. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I really like Dr. Michael Greger. I'm I'm reading his book at the moment. Mm. It's 23 hours long. Actually, there there you go. Audible's actually one of my favorite things that, that I'm doing at the moment. But yes, you've had a new interest. Yeah, so Michael Audiobooks. Greger. He wrote a book called How Not to Die and he's all about plant-based medicine. He's all about like, you know, we love our science-based stuff. So he's all about science uh, in terms of health and nutrition and disease prevention. So, yeah, there's an episode called How to Survive a Pandemic with Dr. Michael Greger. But speaking of podcasts and dating podcasts. Yes. You got an update for me? No. Did you like my little little interview with Dan Andrews? I did. I really liked that interview with Dan Andrews, which is if you want to go and look at it, it's on (laughs) Hannah's Instagram. Is that an intro to the dating podcast? Is that like a little little taste? I think it's a little like taste of what's to come. Okay, Because basically what happened was I've been in my head and I'm sure other people, single people feel like this. What the hell is an intimate partner? So anyway, Mm -hmm. Dan Andrew has all the answers on my Instagram. Um, yeah. <laughs> that video took me six hours last night to put together. So I hope you You weren't doing it. anything else. So it was a good use of your time. <laughs> anyway, what is on today's episode? So on today's episode, we are actually um, answering a listener question for our cringy combo around mask knee, which is the new term of 2020. And then we're chatting to dermatologist Dr. Phil Tong on also relevant to 2020. <laughs> alcohol and how it affects your skin and the products we didn't know we needed of course all right so today's cringy combo was a request from a listener and i just thought her message was super cute and i'm sure like anyone that has to wear a mask during their work day would totally relate mm. to this so she said can i beg you to do a podcast on pandemic skincare uh, i'm a w- midwife and these clinical masks are absolutely beat this out, Matthew, f***ing up my skin. I work to support my bougie skincare routine and I just don't know what to do anymore. It's so upsetting. Anyway, she said she wants our help and she signed off with please, 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 please. It's actually funny that you read that out because my sister-in-law's sister, so not technically my sister-in-law, but like once removed, (laughs) um, she messaged me the other day and she works at the Royal Melbourne as a nurse and she said, everybody on our ward wants to know what to do about their skin because she was yes. breaking out. They're obviously wearing a lot of PPE every day. And, you know, working in healthcare, often you don't get breaks. Like you're just so flat out that you don't get to take your lunch break like you would in an office job. And you're not getting that break from the PPE like we're being yep. advised to. So mm-hmm. this will be a great episode for her and everybody on the ward at the Royal Melbourne. So Eleanor, this episode is for you. <laughs> And also speaking of the Royal Melbourne, it's probably a good little shout out right now is that um, in the next, in the coming four weeks, we will be live streaming from the Royal Melbourne Hospital on our Facebook page Mm. as a bit of a PSA for Victorians. Keep an eye on our Facebook page and share with your friends, please, because it's uh, a really important message and we all just want to get the F out of lockdown 
as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, <laughs> but anyway, so I have been telling people that have been messaging me about it. We have a really in-depth article by our senior editor, Amy Clark. She interviewed a dermatologist on this exact subject and she's also a recommended five products under $30. So mm-hmm. what we're going to do is we're going to put a link to the in the episode notes to that article. So please go check that out. It's like got way more information than we can get through in five minutes in a cringy combo. Mm-hmm. The dermatologist she interviewed said that tight masks may lead to blockage of the pores, creating an environment that promotes the development of acne. So that is why people are experiencing more breakouts where they're wearing their masks. And I wore a mask for five hours once. I start and I woke up the next day with pimples around my chin. So I can't even sort of imagine yeah. what people are experiencing that are having to wear their masks all day. Absolutely. Basically, I'm gonna we're gonna summarize a few tips here. There's also one more tip that I found on TikTok, courtesy of Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> so basically, if you're not already, the dermatologist recommends to use ingredients like salicylic acid and niacinamide. And I actually responded to the person asking this question with that. I and I hadn't even read the article. I was like, oh, have you tried <laughs> salicylic acid and niacinamide? Which shows me how far I've come in my skincare yes. journey. You. I'll come back to a recommendation on the salicylic acid when we get to the TikTok because that includes a salicylic acid toner mm-hmm. um, that I really highly recommend. In terms of niacinamide, my favourite is ASAP's Super B. I thought you liked Aspect B17. I thought that was your fave. Oh, uh, I like both. Okay, yeah, that ASAP one's my fave. Yeah, I just like the texture of it. Same. I really love that silky, mm. silky. Also, I feel like that one's maybe a little bit more soothing for irritated skin. So what we'll do is we'll link the two, the salicylic acid product and the niacinamide. We'll link those in the episode notes um, mm-hmm. if you're interested. But aside from that, use a gentle cleanser and like a soothing moisturizer. You like the La Roche-Posay Telerion. I do right? really like that one. And that's what I would definitely recommend during this time. But also the Mesoaesthetic Fast Skin Repair, I think would be perfect for people so that good. are wearing masks all day because it almost creates a barrier as well. So even if you wanted yep. to use that on your skin before you put all your PPE on, that might be a good idea as well. And if you're on the bougie side of things, I actually use the SkinCeuticals Blemish and Age Defense. Mm. If I'm getting my period and I'm starting to get breakouts around my chin and my neck, I'll always like use that as like a spot treatment. It's a serum. Yeah. It's got a really nice texture. So I usually will use that one, but you know. We can't all be bougie bitches. We can't. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> so as we mentioned, like it can be really hard when you're working in a health healthcare environment to actually take your breaks. I know that we we wrote some notes down here that the American Academy of Dermatology recommend taking a 15-minute break every four hours from wearing your PPE, but we know that in some instances that's not really possible. You don't get the luxury of taking a break every single shift. But I did say to my um, sister-in-law's sister, I'm just going to call her my sister-in-law because she pretty much yep. is. She's just not married to my brother. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit weird. I was about to say like, yeah, they're both your sister-in-law. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sister wives. So I recommended to her, I said, if you do get to take your breaks, just take some bioderma to work, put it in your locker or your bag or wherever you're keeping your stuff and try and cleanse your skin in those breaks and then just mm. apply something like an niacinamide or a HA and B5 or something to your skin just to give back to it and rehydrate it without putting anything, you know, too heavy on. You're just cleaning the skin, taking it back again and then replenishing moisture before you put everything back on. So that was my recommendation to her, but totally get it. You can't always take your breaks, but if you can, try and do that in between is my recommendation. 
The other tip was to wear less or preferably no makeup. Mm, totally. And, and I, I think this is just universally kind of good, particularly if you're working from home and you don't have to wear ma- makeup unless, you know, you've got important Zoom calls. Mm. I don't even bother for those. But <laughs> if, you're, if you're wearing a mask, the makeup can block pores even without a mask. So, mm. yeah, the mask will just compound that. Yeah, definitely just don't worry about the makeup. We're in the middle yep. of a pandemic, like honestly. Yep. It's the yep. last thing people are worrying about is what you look like with, yep. with or without makeup on. So just, yeah, take a break from it for now if you can. On that as well, changing your mask if you notice any dampness and if you're using reusable masks, making sure you're washing them daily as well. This is just like the basics. This isn't even just for skincare, but that's obviously what everyone in the healthcare space is recommending that you change your disposable masks regularly and any reusable ones are washed daily to make sure that it's hygienic. And the last tip was when you get home, wash your face and apply your skincare as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. Probably a pretty good routine at the moment would be, you know, use a gentle cleanser, a salicylic acid, either toner or serum, follow that with some niacinamide and then add on the top your kind of soothing moisturizer or something like Mesoaesthetics Fast Skin Repair. Mm -hmm. But I think what we both said, Joe, was that it's probably inevitable that if you are wearing a mask all day, every Every day you may end up with some breakouts. 100%. Without removing the the thing that's causing the irritation or the breakout, you can't be yeah. guaranteed to completely get rid of that just with, you know, changing around your skincare. I think there has to be an element of like, oh, it's going to happen, but I can do my best to keep it under control. Yes. Which actually brings us to Dr. Pimple Popper. She recently did a TikTok on this very subject and I thought the tip was like seriously game-changing. I was like, Mm -hmm. why haven't I thought of this before? (laughs) It's so simple. So she recommends spraying your mask with salicylic acid solution and fan drying it before putting it on. Genius. Genius. So firstly, (laughs) my first thought was, remember when I had that whole idea of you put the spray nozzle onto? Yeah, for your back knee. Yeah, for my back knee. So I was like, oh my God, guys, genius. I'm going to get the Alpha H Clear Skin Tonic and put a a spray nozzle on the top. Yeah. And then it came to my attention that uh, Dermalogica already have one with a spray nozzle so oh. I was like I'm not I'm not really oh, a genius lucky. after all what what product <laughs> is it what Dermalogica product is it it's the Dermalogica clear start breakout clearing all over toner and okay. at the moment it's it's actually discounted on site at the moment at Adore Beauty it's $26.40 which I actually think is huh. pretty affordable yeah, that's actually really affordable so I yeah I would really recommend something like that I mean you can use it as your toner as well mm. and then put your nice cinnamide over the top. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like a dual product. So I would and, – and do you know what? You could actually use it on your back knee as well. Yeah. It's actually probably better to use that for your back knee. So <laughs> Double whammy. And, and I have, since I saw this tip – I have been spraying my mask before going out for a walk, but I've been using the Sensori mask sanitizer, yeah. which actually helps. See, I'm less concerned about the acne. I'm more concerned about the like, you know, putrid breath. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I have to smell in like my own putrid, like after like an hour walk. It's just like stinks of like my... Oh, you know what I do? I, I have a mint in my mouth when I go for oh, a walk. It's just like, for, and so I actually found that that mask sanitizer um, really helps too. Yeah, because that's actually got a mint smell. I think it's got peppermint oil in yeah, it. Yeah, deodorized like that. Yeah. And I, I, look, I can't just be me that is like 
almost vomiting in their mask at the (laughs) the smell of their own breath. The worst, the worst, Joe, is in the morning when I wake up. I don't have, I don't have a shower or brush my teeth before I get a coffee. So brush your teeth. So I put my mask on and I go down to the coffee shop. Like it reminds me of you know, like if you have like a friend over and like they want to like you know. A friend. Get down to business in the morning and it just yeah. makes me sick. <laughs> Actually, on masks, by the way, yeah. I did get an email earlier that we will be stocking the silk Ooh, masks. Yes. I know that a lot of people are still wearing the surgical ones, but if you want something that you can reuse, we're going to have the silk ones on site very, very soon or they'll already be live by the time this episode comes out. So, yeah. But also, massive thank you to the healthcare workers, you know, anyone oh, working in hospitals. Seriously. Um, I did see something the other day that like the cleaners and the orderlies and stuff that work in the hospitals don't get as much recognition, but they're still fully donned in their PPE as well. And so obviously big shout out to everybody that is working in a hospital or healthcare setting at the moment, because without you, where would we be? So good luck with your skin. We hope that this helps you and share it around with everyone on your ward. Okay, so for today's topic, we have Bondi dermatologist, Dr. Phil Tong joining us. Welcome, Phil. Pleasure to be here. It's our pleasure. Now, Hannah, I posted on my story the other night, I was holding a glass of rosé and you responded and you said, is that wine that I see? And usually I'm not a big drinker. So you were like, what is going on? Now that is just kind of reflective of being in stage four lockdown here in Victoria, I think. And a lot of people I'm feeling are drinking more throughout this period, I think. I'm sure other people can relate to that. Hannah, are you the same? Have you been getting on the wines at night? No, not during the week. But yeah, Friday night, we have our Adore Beauty drinks on a Friday. So I'm always there at 5pm. <laughs> Ready to go. Ready to go. So I think let's get into the important questions. Alcohol versus skin. I think all of us, including myself, have looked in the mirror after a big night and we've noticed our skin isn't looking the best. It's kind of like that deathly look. Can you <laughs> tell us what effect alcohol has on the skin in the short term and in the long term? Certainly. I do find that patients who do have a big night out do tend to get breakouts the following day or the next for the following few days. So certainly alcohol can have detrimental effects on the skin, particularly with with relation to skin dryness. It can cause the skin to be more dry. You can certainly get more breakouts. So the short answer is indeed alcohol certainly can have short and long-term effects on the skin. And in terms of inflammation, because I think there is a link as well between alcohol and inflammation as well. Does that mean that conditions like acne or rosacea, for example, can be flared up by having a few cocktails? And how does that relate to the flushing that some people experience when they're drinking? Yeah, it's really uh, great that you observe that. Um, Certainly conditions like rosacea, which is a very vasoactive facial eruption, it can certainly cause um, worsening of the rosacea and skin inflammation. I did mention before how alcohol can also cause skin dryness. And when the skin is dry, the immune system kicks in and then starts to ramp things up. And you can get, um, sometimes you can get eczemas after uh, a big night out. So indeed, there is a close link between alcohol and skin inflammation, although it's not very well studied, unfortunately. But certainly speaking from my patient's experience, 
conditions such as acne and rosacea certainly can flare up. So I do recommend keeping these to a moderation for patients with these conditions. Mm -hmm. I use that as an excuse for why I don't really drink much, but I just don't really like drinking alcohol. But that's my excuse because I've got rosacea. No, but you do say that, Joe. You're like, oh, no, um, I just don't like the way alcohol makes my skin look. And I'm like, really? That's how seriously I take my skincare. (laughs) You're serious. Now, I don't know if it's a myth, but I've read a theory that taking an antihistamine before you drink can reduce flushing in those that are prone to it. Because I've seen people before that have no other flushing concerns and then when they're drinking, they'll go bright red. A great question. And here's a myth buster moment. It actually (laughs) works. Really? Absolutely. It it, it works and there's been research published in medical journals in the 80s demonstrating that oral antihistamines reduces that facial flushing in when drinking alcohol. And even more recently, the use of topical medications that are used in rosacea, I might add, to help prevent the flushing effect from alcohol. But a word of caution, um, sometimes taking oral antihistamines can mask the damaging effects of alcohol. So my advice is to best not to combine these medications with alcohol. I'd rather my patients know how much they're drinking and just try to limit the amount of alcohol intake they're having rather than, you know, masking it with a a medication. Using foundation with a green tint can help mask the redness, particularly if you find that um, it does show with alcohol. But I think, Joanna, your comment about explaining to your friends to say that, you know, it doesn't go well with my skin is a perfect excuse to just keep it to a minimum. Yeah, that's all. That's what I'm going with. So (laughs) for those out there, I guess the message of moderation is is really good. But yeah, there's obviously going to be people that aren't willing to cut out alcohol altogether, despite possibly having some skin conditions. Can you tell us, are there types of alcohol that are okay and which ones wreak the most havoc on our skin? Although I don't have any scientific evidence to answer your question, some may argue that red wine being high in antioxidants may be better for your skin. I was hoping you would in, say that. <laughs> and, uh, rich in compounds such as resveratrol, which is an anti-aging compound, but uh, there is no real safe Uh, alcohol when it comes to skin. Um, In terms of alcohols which are potentially damaging, uh, full-strength beers with a high sugar content can certainly make skin worse and dehydrate the skin even more. So um, be wary of that. So if there was uh, a preferred alcohol to recommend, maybe a glass or two of a red and limit it at that. Very happy with that because I I only drink red wine. So... (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. We know after a recent episode that we did on vitamin C that antioxidants help to protect against free radical damage. Can using a product like Avenz Antioxidant Defense Serum, which has vitamin C and E, reverse the effects of a big night out? I'm not sure how much the cream will do to prevent or mitigate the damaging effects of alcohol, but certainly doing everything you can after a big night out to protect your skin would be ideal. And hence using products that do contain antioxidants, peptides would be helpful. I mean, there are other ingredients as well just to help calm the skin down, such as niacinamide. We talked about dehydration as well. So hyaluronic acid topicals are also could be helpful in this setting. 
But I think the key message is to stay hydrated. Make sure you drink plenty of water prior to a, a night out and space your drinks out with plenty of water in between. And I think that would be a great way to keep your skin looking good the day after. Hannah and I said at the start of isolation that we were going to try and drink more water, but I don't think for either of us that has happened. I'm having like one glass of water a day, which is terrible. Can you explain the importance of staying hydrated in general, not just when we're drinking, but how much water should we actually be drinking, you know, to notice the effects on the skin? I think that's an excellent question. I think all the cells in our skin require water and the skin is one of the most active or most metabolic Um, cells that we have in our skin and actively need nutrition. And water is one of the best ways to do that. And I would recommend at least three litres of water a day. Keep a water bottle at work. You know, even after a big night out, I make sure I drink at least, if I can, half a litre of water before I go to bed because I feel much better the following day. Mm. See, I try and get on the waters while I'm still out. Like if if I've been drinking, I know when to stop and I'm like, no, I'm going to start drinking water now. So I do try and do that when I'm drinking, but in general day to day, I'm really bad with drinking water and I blame my mum because she always had cordial in the fridge when we were kids and now I just don't like drinking water and I really struggle with it. Well, I actually, talking about that, I actually do drink like a heap of water before bed if you have a few drinks, even just one glass of wine as I've gotten into my 30s. Like I need to have at least half a litre before bed. Are there any supplements I guess you could take? Joe, you had maybe suggested marine collagen, but is there anything you can yeah. take before or after? After drinking that might a help with your skin but secondary may help with the hangover i mean there's obviously no studies to investigate this but um <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> it would be a very interesting study but um certainly um, those micronutrients that you mentioned before the electrolytes and even marine uh, collagen they all help to provide nutrition to uh, the skin it certainly can help keep the skin hydrated And that certainly has been demonstrated in clinical trials that it helps skin hydration with collagen. But that was more in the aesthetic space and hasn't really been tested after a night out. So I can't be uh, sure whether or not it would have the same effect. But certainly if you want to make sure it's in your breakfast smoothie the following morning, as opposed to a Macca's Coke, (laughs) then uh, that would be ideal. Well, I guess the moral of the story here is drink in moderation, stay hydrated and tell people you have rosacea if you're not up for a big night. (laughs) Thanks so much for your time today, Dr. Phil Tong. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having me. Joe, I really am quite upset that you got this product sent to you because this is like... (laughs) You have no idea how bad my nose hair is. So no, Okay, so everyone that listens to this podcast and they're really loyal to it will remember when we had our noses waxed on air. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, I don't know what episode that was. How long oh, ago was that? Back when we were recording at the studio. Yeah, back when we were in the studio. Anyway, that was a long time ago. But we did have our noses waxed on air, but we both have hairy noses. So after we did that nose waxing episode, I tried to find the nose trimmer at Kmart and I could not get it. I tried the one in Northcote. I tried the one in Mooney Ponds. I tried one in Brunswick. Could not get it anywhere. It was sold out everywhere. And I'm like, was that us? 
from that episode? Did people go out and buy nose trimmers? Ah. Like, is this some kind of like domino effect or something? Anyway, so we got these Babyliss nose and ear trimmers on a door and these have actually been online for quite a while and Micah had a sample in the office and I was like, okay, that sample is mine. Yes. I will have that. So this, I, I don't have hairy ears. My dad has hairy ears. So at some point, maybe I'll get hairy ears later in life. But at the moment, it's just the hairy nose. And as we spoke about on that episode, I feel like my side profile, you can see the little black hairs that stick out of my nose. And I'm quite paranoid about it. And I usually trim them. And I'm not game enough to wax them myself at home because I've seen some videos that have just not gone to plan, like where people have used Q-tips, like cotton tips, and then have ripped them out and the cotton's like just stayed in there. <laughs> so they, they can't get the wax out. So I have been using this nose trimmer. It has a little battery that comes with it. If it runs out of battery, you just replace it. Obviously, it's not one that you like charge up. But yeah, it's got a little detachable head that you take off and you empty the hair out. And that's pretty much it. It just like gets rid of all the hair in your nose. You have now got me into a bit of a black hole. Yeah. My dad was uh, so my dad would love this too. Yeah. <laughs> me and your dad have that yeah. in common. <laughs> so, but he was asking the other day about whether a door had clippers because he, okay, so my mum. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, but my mum tried to cut his hair the other day and he's like, look, look what Linda did. And I was like, Oh, my God. It was like all little bald patches. Like it was oh the my worst. Goodness. I would not trust Linda to cut my hair. And and he goes, what? <laughs> what? And I'm like, Dad. She wouldn't have cared though. She'd be like, it looks good. <laughs> she, she's like, I tried. So he said to me, he said to me, he's like, do you have clippers that I could use on my hair to do a better job? So I'm just having a look. They've got these like gold. Yeah. Oh, maybe I need to get him this. Yeah, you should. We we actually got heaps of like tools and different things to use like at the start of when this all started happening. We got heaps more of those kind of tools. So that's when we got the nose trimmer. We've had it for ages, but I just didn't get my hands on it until recently. And it's a game changer. I tell you what. If you get a hairy nose, seriously, it change your life. Thirty bucks mm. as well, like that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, the Kmart ones like ten, I think, but still. <laughs> anyway, that's me. So, what's your product you didn't know you needed today? So, I've basically my face and all of that pigmentation I used to have and sunspots mm-hmm. and whatever else. But what I'm finding is that my chest doesn't quite match my face now. And I've got like, oh, it's just like yes. when I take a photo of like my face and my chest and then I'm like, but my face is like so nice and smooth now. And I've got no brown, like I've got mm. none of those. And then my chest has got all these sunspots on it. So I'm, I'm actually at the moment, I've become like really obsessed at night with alternating vitamin C on my chest with like an exfoliating serum. Mm-hmm. And then what I'm popping over the top is the PCA Skin Perfecting Neck and Decolletage. Is that how you say it? Is it meant to be French and like decolletage? I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> basically it's got concentrated blend of actives and it treats uneven skin, dark spots, but also fine lines. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I have been using that. So I have been putting a serum. So basically it says on the how to use it is like add your serum first and then add this over the top. It's got some really nice ingredients. So it's got retinol. Mm-hmm. Actually, should I be using it? Yeah, I think it's fine. <laughs> it's my chair. It's not, it's not your face. So I think like, Are you using sunscreen? 
no, but I'm I'm not. I'm wearing jumpers at like those hoodies yeah. every day. So yeah, my, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like literally, there's no chance. The sun. Out. Yeah. I find my chest gets a lot less irritated, so I can put any serum on my chest. Mm-hmm. So I'll put like a vitamin C or or something like a really concentrated, I guess, serum underneath. But then I'll add this over the top. And this one has retinol. It's got peptides, hyaluronic acid, and antioxidants. Mm, they are some good ingredients. Yeah. So I think that if you're looking for like specifically something for your neck and your how do you say it your chest decolletage decolletage (laughs) yeah this is a really a really good one actually someone sent me a dm it was the cutest dm they were like this is going to sound really weird but i really like your decolletage what do you use I know. Oh, never heard that compliment before. <laughs> I've never had anyone compliment my decolletage. See, for me, yeah. I look at my decolletage and I'm like, it's so sun damaged. It really like yeah. upsets me that I that I did that to myself. In in a lot of older women as well, you can tell when they've used like sunscreen on their yes. faces quite religiously through their life, yes. and then they've they're sun damaged across the chest and arms and everywhere else, but their face is. It looks, you know, 10 years younger. And you have a look at someone like J-Lo who has the Mm. most beautiful skin and doesn't have, from what I can tell, doesn't have like any sun damage on her body. She's she's, also a millionaire though. So Yeah, I get that. But like... She, what I will say about her, though, in interviews that I've read with her is that she is, like, very anti the sun and she doesn't sunbake and doesn't put her body in the sun. And I think, mm. yeah, and I guess she's a millionaire, yes, but she probably yeah. also has also been very sun smart throughout her life. Yes. Anyway, that's mine. Cool. Well, I actually had another thing that I wanted to add on here as my product. I didn't know I needed. So technically yes. I'm doing, like, another one today, but I had to share this because remember how we did that episode on blisters? Yes. And I mentioned that Compede blister stick that someone had mentioned to me in a DM. Never used it before, but that was her recommendation. So I bought these New Balance runners, right? They're really cool. Wore them to walk around the river. They absolutely cut up the back of my feet. Like I was walking home thinking like I need to stop because this is hurting my feet so much. Took the shoes off. It's like fully cut into the back of my feet. I'm like in so much pain. Anyway, so I was like I'm going to get these blister things because I looked them up online and they have like colloidal technology in them, like colloidal silver and stuff like that is used in wound healing. So I thought if I use that on the back of my foot where it's like cut open, it should help to heal it quicker and then I can break the shoes in. And so I put these, I've actually got them on both my feet right now. So I'm looking at both my feet right now. So basically where the blister is or where the sore is, it turns like white underneath the the patch and it, I think that's like it's, I don't know, healing it or something. But you're meant to leave it on for a few days and then it just like peels off when it's ready. And then you've got like fully healed feet underneath. It's amazing. amazing. I didn't know that that's what they what they did. I just thought that they were there to cushion it. Yeah. But they actually have like healing technology in them. So honestly, if Compede want to sponsor me, oh, I'm down. So is, hit me up. This is your Aldi panty liner moment, Joe. Exactly. Although Aldi still haven't contacted me. They haven't even yeah. seen all my Instagram stories stories like they don't oh. even look at my stories like how many I, followers do they have let's look that up like how many people tag aldi like i'd be really interested yeah. to know <laughs> oh i mean probably around the special buys there'd be quite a few tags yeah that's true um they've oh they've only got 161k they should be replying to you for i know sure. guys <laughs> oh all right i'm gonna reach out to them actually just really quickly i really wanted to talk about like the the mask wearing as you know i went on a walking date yeah a guy that lives within five kilometers of me 
Um, yeah. And we met at the park and did a lap around the park. And we both had to wear a mask. I, I've already met him, so I know I know what he looks like. But, yeah. like, do you think, how do you know what someone would look like? I guess you'd have to video chat you don't. first. Yeah. And honestly, like, as we discussed the other day off air, we're discovering that there's a lot more hot people in our areas than yes. we thought because they were all going <laughs> to the gym before this. <laughs> And now they're actually walking out in public. Um, It was so awkward. I really don't recommend this walking date with the masks because yeah, you always didn't have anything planned so look we didn't <laughs> it's not it's not like we kissed at the end it was a very yeah. awkward end of end of the date so okay yeah. so you, you didn't shake hands did you do the elbow bump nope he just goes okay <laughs> see ya and walked ya. off and I was like oh my god like <laughs> this is this is not oh, what I'm used no. to oh I'm cringing <laughs> like I'm used to like you go for a drink and then you're like so oh. do you like want to go for another drink oh. this is like not sexy at all like there's no yeah. chance of feeling sexy about it so yeah anyway. Yeah. Well, yep. hopefully we're out of this soon, and then we can you can get back to your normal dating get back, life. Yep. <laughs> get back into it. All right. Well, I'll see everyone next week. Bye. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Bye.